When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 79. Next week's going to be episode 80, if you did the math correctly. And ah, boy, listen, I'm going to be straight. I'm going to keep it 100 with everybody. I'm going to keep it 100% honest. We were supposed to have Justin Bieber on today's episode. Now, we've been talking to Bieber for the last two years, ever since episode one. If you go all the way back and listen to episodes one, two, three, all the way through episode 77, you'll know that we've been talking to uh, Scooter and everyone else over on Bieber's team for the last, like, what, two years? Two years. And so Bieber was supposed to be here today, uh, but unfortunately the flight got canceled and the delay and the Zoom call and the link, everything wasn't working. So I got you the next best available guest. It's my good friend, Paul. So Paul called uh, and we chatted. We chatted about new things, old things, old news, new news. And boy, I just think it was a great conversation. We got a little deep with some parenting things and then we came right back to pop culture. So um, if you like my friend, Paul, show him some love wherever he's at. Uh, if you see him walking on the streets, just wave to him and then immediately punch him in the face. Only if you see him walking down the sidewalk on the left side of the street. If it's the right side of the street, you can't do anything to him. But if you see Paul in person walking down the left side of the street, say hi, what's up? I loved you on the podcast. You and Levi are great. Oh my gosh, you should call him more often. And then immediately punch him in the face and run away as fast as you can. I think he'd really enjoy it. We've talked about it. We'll talk about it on this episode. But uh, this is episode 78, dude. So give it up for our friend Paul for calling in and saving this episode because Justin Bieber couldn't make it. We are working with his team to figure out a new date, and as soon as we have that, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, uh, you know, whatever the social medias are, we're on it. TikTok, YouTube Shorts, killing it over there, thousands of views a week, you know what I mean? It's crazy. And so um, make sure you check that out and check back. I'm hopefully, our plan is to get Bieber on before 100, but if that ends up being our episode 100, it'll be great. And if not, if it goes into 101, 102, maybe, who knows? We'll see what his schedule's like. He's busy, him and Haley, you know what I mean? They're busy people. So once we get that squared away, you guys will be the first people to know all about the Justin Bieber episode. But like I said, 78 now... My good friend Paul, you've heard him here before. He was on a few episodes ago on our road trip. It was a blast. Check it out. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is episode 78 of the What Are We Doing podcast. No, 79? Jesus Christ. Episode 79. I love it. Roast me in the comments, dude, because I'm the worst podcaster on the damn planet. Dude, first off, happy Friday. The what are we doing podcast? Yeah, yeah. 
get a, another good week in the books. So we like that. Brittany just texted me and said, hey, I called you because she called me when we first started talking because there is a single protester outside the Lancaster Planned Parenthood with a sign that says, love them both and a little heart where the baby would be. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, God. Okay. Why are we still doing this? It's 2023. Why are we still doing this? Like, can we not, can we make a list right now of things that we should just not be doing anymore in 2023? Like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, hey, every millennial and their sister has seen the movie Juno. Like, we get it. We've all seen, and if we haven't seen Juno, guess what? We're watching uh, 16 and Pregnant on MTV for 18 seasons, which is still on, by the way, and it's still the same girls from the original cast, by the way. Did you know this? That's bizarre. There's, there's this, there, there's How still, they there's still, oh, the, the kids, they're teenagers. They have their own YouTube channels and TikToks and everything. They're, yeah, they're teens now. And so, but what it is, is because these girls like Farrah Abraham and Chelsea and Courtney and all of like the OG 2000 and like three, when did it come out? Like OG girls were, are, are still on the air because they can't do anything else. Like, you know, like Macy and Caitlin and Mackenzie, like they, they're not getting hired anywhere else. Favorite, Farrah Abraham tried to do the whole pornography thing. She released an anal video, which was great. And, um, you know, like, so they, they, they just made a spinoff show, like 16 and pregnant 16 years later. And it's still, bro, we want Meg's the clips pop up on Facebook and TikTok all the time for Meg's and she shows them to me. It's just like, you know, like, like Chelsea and Gary are now not together, obviously, because, you know, your whole life being on camera with MTV and having three kids to this person, something tells me you're not going to make it. And like, yeah, she's like, like a he, bad recipe for being a person. So now, so now Chelsea has a new boyfriend, but her new boyfriend is lying to her about how many kids he has. And Gary, the fat ex dad of the original 16 and pregnant kids is like, Hey, there's something you need to know about your new boyfriend. And he like hands him these like papers from the hospital or some shit. And he's like, this paper here says he's got five kids and not two. He's lying to you. And I don't want that liar around my daughter. And like, it's this whole fucking dramatic. Meanwhile, Courtney's yelling at him like, you're, you're just jealous and blah, blah, blah. And you can't see me happy while she's getting back into her 2014 Honda Civic because that's all she can afford because she's been on an MTV show for 18 years. And it's like, Dude. it's, it's one of the most <laughs> insane pieces of our society. So let's add that to the list of things that we don't do anymore in 2023, 16 and pregnant. And, I, uh, I like that fun. And uh, yeah, like pro. And how did this start? Protesting plan, but are you fucking kidding Protesting, me? Yes, are you yes, kidding fucking, me? Like, and it's one person just out there with a sign being like that. So I love it. Yeah, Brittany just sent me that. It's like, oh god, I love because it. Because it also reminds her of a person from her parents' church, so it like triggered her. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Sounds like the kind of person that would be out there as a person from your parents' church, just being like. Oh my God. Insane. Listen, so. this is how, this is how, this is how church has changed. This is how church has changed. I mean, you and I have talked about it. You and I were going to youth group, like on fucking bouncy houses and playing like Xbox and Wii's and shit. And then occasionally we'd have to learn a Bible verse. But other than that, that was it. 
now youth group consists of volunteers protesting at Planned Parenthood yeah. and on the corner of, you know, the, the, the Capitol building and just whatever yeah. else. Oh it's God, just like going, uh, going to January 6th, everyone at the youth group. Right. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, shit, I mean, really dude, and it's just, yeah. it's bad enough. Every pastor. Well, no, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't say every pastor. It's bad enough that 99% of pastors in America are grooming the youth group children uh, to eventually marry <laughs> them. It's like, it's like, what world are we living in? Oh, We're living in hell. Dude, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I gave you that realization because as soon as you told me the story, I was like, mm, this doesn't sound good. Kind of gross. And kind of gross. Paul's not really saying anything about it. And I'm like, maybe Paul doesn't know. Maybe he's too close. Yeah, I just didn't realize that. <laughs> too close to the situation. It's way too close. Oh. But yeah. So anyhow, God. so that. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah. Uh, my second thing has nothing to do with anything, but just uh, kind of in the same vein of like pop yeah. culture updates. Go, go, go. So since whatever year there's a Netflix Christmas rom-com TV show called Dash and Lily. Have you guys ever watched it? Um, no, Megs and I, listen, here's the thing with Megs and I, I know that you, and I, I really, I'm going to try to get her on a different path here, but we, it takes a very, 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 um, either convincing or extremely good trailer or hype or whatever it is around something for us to watch something new. Megs and I okay. watch, Megs and I watch like two new shows and maybe two new movies a year. And that's pushing it. So if it came out in the last two to three years and it's not like super actiony and something I need to see personally, like I watch on my own, we probably haven't. I'm looking at it now. Dash and Lily rom-com season one Netflix. No, never heard of it. Well, it's good. Uh, it's a really good Christmas one, but in the last episode, there's like the, the penultimate, like they find each other again. Yeah. Thing that happens in all rom-coms. Yeah. Um, the uh, this cool song that I really like by this artist that I've been listening to this artist Gracie Abrams for a while. Yeah, she's got like a cool cool sound. It's like folk pop kind of. Okay. Uh, and she just released today her first full album, which mm. is cool. I was like, oh, Gracie Abrams. Mm -hmm. What I didn't know, I've been listening to her since 2020 when yep. Dash and Lily came out and her yep. songs in like the big spot. She's J.J. Abrams' daughter. I see that. I'm looking at it I right now. I did not know that because yeah. I've just been listening to her music and had no idea and haven't looked her up. Dude, isn't that crazy? I just learned, um, like, I just learned that, uh, that like, uh, like, like Kate Hudson's dad is someone prominent. Like all these, like Everyone's all these. Everyone's a Nepo baby, dude. That's a this ruin. Like, I still like Grace Abrams, but I thought she was just this like young, talented artist. Right. And it's like, oh no, her dad's JJ Abrams. Right. So, so now, okay. So, so let me ask you this now, does that, how does that, because it sounds like based on your tone, how does that change your views and opinions? And like, will, I mean, will you remove her from talented. Your, Okay. Okay. She's still super talented. Yeah. It's just like, I'm like, wow, how'd she go from like being like a 19 year old kid to being like a 23 year old, like releasing albums with like right. good producers. And it's like, Oh, that's how she did it. Right. Daddy, <laughs> daddy made a few phone calls. It's like, <laughs> She do, do produced you? her first album, like her first album. This is not what happens to normal people. Yeah, was produced by Aaron Dessner of the National, who uh, is one of my favorite artists of all right. time. Right. But most famously, recently, he produced Taylor Swift's Folklore and Evermore. Of course, he did. So this girl got him to produce her first album, 
Right. <laughs> and that's where I'm like, and isn't that every girl's dream? And and do you yeah. know, like, listen, I mean, let's be honest. You're you're telling me, you're telling me that Gracie She's going on tour with Taylor Swift too. Oh, is she? Oh, okay. So well, then it, then she'll be the next. So yeah. So t- so she'll be the next one. Like, she's, yeah. She's fucking. She's really good. She's doing uh, what? Uh, she's doing what Olivia Rodrigo should have done when 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 driver's well, license. She went on tour with Olivia Rodrigo before Taylor Swift. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. There, yeah. No. She gets. I mean, it, it. The thing is, her music rocks. Yeah. Good music. It's like interesting, different type of pop. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool to listen to. And then when it was like. Oh, it's good. I literally today, this like today happened, like 10 minutes before I called you, I saw, oh, her album's out. And I went to click on it and like loaded it on Spotify. Yeah. And then I like saw on Twitter, like JJ Abrams' daughter, Gracie, releases her first debut album. And I was like, I hate everything. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, yeah. does it, I mean, so, oh man, does that like. Also, I, have a, I have a question for you. I have yeah. a question for you. Yeah. Is it. So like she's like kind of hot too, <laughs> but she's twenty three, and that feels weird now that I'm almost thirty three. So this is the argument, and I've been watching. I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts. I've on been this. watching like, videos. I've been hearing discussions because. So that I don't think is so bad. What you just discussed, being attracted to this twenty three year old, no. But bottom line, no. I don't think. I don't think that's terrible at all, especially when she's on stage in, in, in a bra and a crop top. And so, but, but, and this all, and listen, this all stems from, and of course they, they denied it, but I mean, you're not spending all day, every day with the man and not, you know, touching his dick at all. Apparently, uh, Leo is, has a new 19 year old girlfriend. And he so always does. he always does. There's always a new one. Right. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and so the issue with that, I think, and how old is Leo? Is he, he's more he's like than 50. Close to 50. Is he he's over like, 50? He might be over. I don't know, dude. He might be over 50. Leonardo now. DiCaprio is 48 years old. So he might as say, well, he might as well be 50. So yeah. let's, that's what, so that's kind of weird. It's kind of, listen, I would say, Leonardo DiCaprio dating a 19 year old is the same thing as people signing up for bad babies only fans at 1201 the day she turned 18. That yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I just, I think now I also, I also didn't know, uh, I didn't know of Gracie Abrams until like two years ago, which means she was like 20. Now, listen, Uh is this, but, but here's the issue. Here's where, I mean, we're we're just talking hypotheticals and gray lines here. So obviously like 18's the age. So 19 should be fully okay. It's a societal issue, right? It's not a, it's not a legal issue. It's not, he's not breaking the law in any way. It's also like power. There's the power dynamic issue with like that. I would, I would venture to get, listen, there's a girl I went to college with. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull, I'm not going to say any names because, well, I'll say the name. I'll just bleep it out if we use it later. But Christy, I went to school with Christy and she, in college, so we were all 21, 22, she linked up with this guy and started dating him. His name was Guy. So, you know, Guy, What? it's kind of weird. I hate that shit. I hate it. And it's like, and he was definitely at the time 45 years old. 
And he's now, I think, 55, pushing 60. Like my step, he's my stepdad's age. He's my father's age. And Christy is our age. And they started dating when she was 21, 22, 23. They named, I don't know if this is new or if we've had the name for a while, but Megs and I just discovered our son, Ollivander, and all his friends. They're the alpha generation. Generation oh, nice. alpha. Yeah. Is that after Z then? Is that after Z? I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. We loop back around to alpha from Z. Oh, you is know that what's dumb? Is that we should just like. Wait, why isn't that the case? Have... Well, it is because Gen Z, then, then alpha again. We loop back around. Well, yeah, but I mean, but wasn't millennials before that? So we went from M to Z? Like, shouldn't it should be every letter? Why isn't every generation yeah. a different letter? I don't know. X, Y, Z is. Well, millennial is Gen Y, technically. Oh, uh, but then X. I guess that we we were born at the like the flipping of to the year two thousand. Really. Oh, so, so we we dubbed the phrase millennial. I see. Okay, well, it's, yeah, listen. Hey, we're also, generation Y. Yeah. Also, who so. gives a shit? <laughs> like, yeah, that's, dude. That's something I think about all the time. I'm like, yo, all of this is made up, and like, yeah, there are differences of when you were raised. Like, if you were born in the seventies versus right. the eighties versus right. the nineties, right. there's definitely things that are different and right. we should, uh, we, I guess we have to attribute something to be able to measure that. So, okay, your generation, why you're like, whatever. It is so dumb though, because it's like general, the general sweeping, like, Oh, everyone in Gen Z does this and all millennials do this. I'm like, I know Gen Z kids who act like fucking boomers. And I know Gen Z kids who act insane that I can't even relate to. <laughs> so it's totally not, it's just like a generalization no matter what. And it's stupid as shit. Hey, dumb, I just, dumb shit. I just had a thought. When yeah, I ready? was, when when did my the father? Man. When my father stopped talking to me, he stopped talking to me like I don't know, like ten years. 20, how old was I? Like nineteen, twenty, 20 maybe twenty three. Yeah. So Trump wasn't a thing that I just realized something. If my father, for no reason at all, never kicked me out of his life. And just like abruptly stop talking to me for no reason, or at least a reason that no one's ever been able to explain. I probably would have been at the Jan Six Capitol riot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. No. Think I, of uh... me. Think of me now. Take everything you know about me now, and then mash that with everything that I've learned about my father since he's walked out of my life, basically he's been, he goes, to, he cut the visit to his sister's husband's funeral, a woman who he has been close with his whole life, his sister. That would be like me, like going to Christina's funeral 50 years from now. And he cut it short because Trump was having a rally that day and he wanted to get a good seat. Like, he Yo, he turned bad. he turned my thirteen year old sister into a right wing fucking crazy loony bin to the point where she's posting on t now she doesn't do it anymore obviously hopefully I think she might have came to her senses but for about a year and a half she was on TikTok I'll I'll try to find one if they still exist she was on TikTok making like let's go Brandon anti Biden like fuck you Trump Trump's my president <sighs> Trump 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 TikToks. A fucking, a 17 year old little girl because of her yeah. parents. So take all of that 
And because my dad, I am my father's son. I act like him. I'm built like him. I'm just like him. Everything I do is him. I'm cheap like him. It's I'll make fun of him till the fucking cows come home, but it's me to a fucking T. Everyone will tell you that. Except 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 you like your son. Well, of course. And I yes, of course. I, I have I, I I am not I am not directly uh I'm not directly allergic well, to human emotion. So it's like yeah, well, so, a, there's a there's a name for what you and Megs are doing, which is like even moving out of York County across across the river and like doing different things. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Brittany and I talk a lot about that we both learned in therapy is like your cycle breakers, mm. which is like you know how in Game of Thrones they say Daenerys is trying to break the wheel. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's yep. what you're doing. Yeah. So. Absolutely. A hundred percent. That's such a good term. <laughs> but dude, could you, my dad was my best friend. I chose when I turned 18 because of the divorce, we were allowed to choose if we wanted to keep the same arrangement every other week at mom's <clears throat> house, every other week at dad's house, or we move out. Ooh, Obviously we that's weren't really tough. Well, no, that was the divorce term. So from, from 10, from yeah, 10, putting kids in the middle of it sucks. Yeah. So from 10 to 18, it was every other week. I would, I would live with my mom for a week and I live with my dad for a week. It was a different life. I lived every other week. It was the best. That's why I think that's I have ADHD crazy. and that's why I can do like YouTube voice because I was one person at my mom's house and a completely different in my dad's. So Dude, that's so trippy to me, yep. <laughs> but yep. it makes sense. Yep. But so, but when I moved it, and so my mom, my stepmom had strict rules. Like you had to give her your cell phone by 7 PM on weekends. Like it was so weird. She was a fucking nutcase. She's part of the reason why everything went to shit, but it's a story for another day. So I was like, well, I'm going to live with mom because mom doesn't give a shit when I come home at 11 PM, 12 AM, 1 AM, whatever, what I'm doing with the kids or the club or whatever. And you know, and so I was like, I'm going to go live with mom because the rules are a lot less strict. But I was at my dad's house every other day because he didn't work, but the weekends. So on days that I didn't have class, I was just at my dad's house or before class or after class because he lived 10 minutes from school. So I would go to college, go to my class and then go to my dad's house and hang out because Conlon and Asia were in school and Alicia was working. So it was just dad. So we'd sit there and we'd watch Jerry Springer. We'd watch fucking Jersey Shore. We'd talk about how hot Sammy is. Like we get lunch. We drink margaritas. We'd smoke cigarettes. Like he was my best fucking friend. Then something happened. I don't know what. The world shifted. I don't know. And I was told to never talk to him again. It's fine. But if that can, that relationship would have continued, I would have been a diehard Donald Trump fan and everything I know about politics or, came from my father. And or I'd be, conversely, maybe your dad doesn't become a big Donald Trump fan. Of that oh, interesting. You know, because that's an option. In the flip side there. You think I would have saved him? I would have saved my father from I mean, that's something being... Brittany and I talk a lot about. Because, like, we... So, we... So, Brittany... Huh. So, my parents and I, like, we've never... I, I've never had, like, a best friend relationship with either of them. But, like, we uh -huh. kind of, like... I talk to both of them semi-regularly. They exhaust me. But, like... Right. It was never that. Brittany had the relationship with her mom. Like, you just discovered it. Like, they would, like, do trips together. Like, just the two of them. And for them, a lot of it was the fact that, like, they were a family unit after her dad died, and then right. her mom got remarried, and right. they had two more kids. Right. So, like, Brittany and her mom have, like, a right. forever bond, no matter what, yep. no matter what well, weird shit goes on. And like, that's, that's part of their relationship. And that's my mom. I mean, even though me and my mom 
just went through four years of hell and drama and not talking to each other. We're, we're rebuilding our relationship now. Shout out Sandy Dunkel. You know what I mean? So we're, we're working <laughs> yeah. through it. But my mom, after the divorce, my mom devoted her life, her life to me and my sister. Now, while she was married to my father, she still obviously devoted her life to her children. But like, the when when she was dating before my stepdad when she was dating whether it was you know Ron the 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 hillbilly with the guns in the backyard or 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 Steve who was recently divorced who I think got back with his ex-wife and he had two daughters and he dated her for a while he was a volunteer firefighter like my mom definitely has a type and so but then like every it would be it would be us first and then them like if we if me I remember me and my sister hated my mom dating so much that when she started dating John Dunkel, we would, we had, do you remember, oh man, do you remember the home phones that were all rounded and were all translucent colors? Did yeah, you ever have one of those? I did not have one. My sister had one in her room because, dude, holy shit, remember having two phone yep, lines? Yep, yep. My no, sister, we had, never like, had, my sister had her own phone line. Wow, you lucky yeah. bitch. You rich bitch. You, no, we never had two. And when and when the internet came, if you were on the fucking phone, guess what? Yep. In your oh, ear. Yeah. Because I'm trying to chat with babes, dude. I'm fucking 13. I'm, I'm eight years old and I'm trying to chat with babes on AIM. Okay, my parents didn't discover Hell, AOL kids. Yeah until like 10 years later. Like we, I'm almost positive. I was in a, a, a chat room. That's what they were called. Yes. I was, I'm almost positive. I was in a kids only chat room with like 13 pedophiles. I guarantee you I was talking to pedophiles at maybe eight years old when we had a computer. My parents got us the first big all-in-one gateway the PC. The sentence, the sentence, I guarantee you I was talking to pedophiles Come on. is something that I Come didn't on. think I was going to be hearing today, but here I am. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, hey, I, maybe you weren't, maybe you had a different internet, but AOL before. I definitely was in chat rooms that were like weird and yeah. not where I was supposed to be. That definitely happened to me yeah. for sure. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know like, that. So. Like like Chris Hansen definitely showed up at the door with a pizza at one of the people I was talking to on AOL and Sim Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> but no dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So funny. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brittany and her mom. Yeah, oh yeah. And like so she sometimes like I don't know, thinks about like would it be different if I had like cuz a big shift right. before before COVID COVID was a very big shift uh, in her and her mom's relationship. Uh-huh. But it definitely started before, like, like talking through some stuff. Yeah. And she always sort of goes through, like, if I had, like, not put intentional distance to, like, bring, like, to find myself, would I have, like, been able to, like, not have my siblings also, like, go down this path? Like, she sort of, like, plays right. out the theoretical sometimes. Right. And, like, I, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think... You know, you can't, it's, it's like, you can drive yourself nuts thinking about like, well, what if this happened instead of what happened? Right. But like, I don't know, dude, it's, it's interesting to think, cause like, I think personally the like Trump vortex that's beyond Trump now into the like crazy stuff that we deal with that like sucks people into it and like destroys families. I kind of think there's like some result of like, cause, cause I, I know I've seen on like forums even like 
old people, like people with like our parents' age, being like, "Oh, none of my kids talk to me anymore," and like, they're, I just want them to know about the Great Awakening, and, and like, I think wait, wait, all wait, of wait. it. Who? Like, <laughs> who said that? Oh yeah, dude. There's, who there's said a that? Bunch, that's like a whole, that's there's a whole parents. Person, there's dude. parents, Matt. I swear to God, I swear on my and Megs hates it when I say this, but I swear on my son's life. If sand, if the words. I hope, I wish my son would talk to me again so I could warn him about the great awakening ever comes out of Sandy Dunkel's mouth. I'm done. I'm out. I can't. The great awakening. Are you kidding me? Like that, you- that, shit, <laughs> that shit pops up all the time. And like, what? But you're not on Facebook. So where do you see this? Oh, Twitter? no, I, I see people. No, Twitch people who go like, because I listen to and follow people who investigate QAnon yeah, and all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. their Twitch streams, they'll like okay. go through Facebook okay. feeds. Or like okay. they'll investigate Facebook groups dedicated to Got like it. conspiracy theories. Got it. Got it. And like it's so sad because I think it's a root of like kind of the root of the American experience of like the fact that our entire country is obsessed with conspiracy theory. Yeah. Because it's like kind of true no matter what side well, of the coin you're on. You're like, you, you think something like the people like Democrat, like normal Democrat people who are like, Trump's going to get arrested any day. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's been years. He's not going anywhere. Like, so that's not do, happening either. So do you think. Um... <sighs> well, hold on. Let me finish my thought. Because yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like at the root of all of it, from all of the stuff I personally have experienced and then also like following and listening to like podcasts that explore this stuff. I kind of think the root of the fact that we're all obsessed with trying to figure out like who's doing this to all of us, quote unquote. Yeah. Is like at the root of it, like people who are lonely and sad, who like wish that their life was different. <laughs> like, I think that that's kind of the root of it all. And like, it's easier to like fantasize about like some big conspiracy and like demonic cabal or whatever, as opposed to just being like, man, I could just like, what if I just apologize to my kids? It- like yeah, what if I just did yeah. that instead? <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> imagine. Could you just imagine it, that after like, after not talking to your son for ten years, and then you're together for a wedding in Mexico by you know just whatever odds in the world, and the first words out of his mouth are, "Hey V, where's my grandson?" And not a sorry, not a hi, not a uh, you know we need to talk, not a not a nothing. But where's my grandson? Bitch, you don't have one, is exactly what I told him. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, like, about? like, that shit sucks. <laughs> did, you, did you see the news that I just sent you? No. No. Um, so. No, did you no, give us, no, no, Did no, you give us no. a full, did you give us a full breakdown of the Ring of Power series? Is that what happened? Ring of Power? Ring of Power sucks. This is, see, this has been possible. So, like, I, oh, God. I, I've been assuming this would happen at some point. Mm-hmm. because it's the same thing as everything where we can't leave it alone and we just but like those original movies are perfect yep sure are yep don't yep. do anything yep 
so okay so we get so we get so we get the three original movies right and they're masterpieces they've won awards they've done this they're they're beautiful it's peter jackson i think they're the most awarded movie billions of dollars in makeup and practical effects and hours and weeks and years of filming i mean and so then we're like hey let's just you know franchise this bitch up and give us three hideous uh hobbit movies uh and so you know that was fun for a little while and then we get ring of power which you say wasn't good at all it's not good at all okay 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 uh upsetting to me (laughs) and i mean the caption the caption's fantastic the caption's fantastic. Yeah. They're using a picture of Frodo holding the ring, and it's like, it's so funny. They're using an image of someone who needs to simply let something go, but can't. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Dude. Well, like, so then, okay. So how uh, do you feel? So then, but how do you feel? Uh, you're probably not as attached to it as I am. But how do you feel about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child with Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Emma Stone, no, not Emma Stone, Emma Emma Watson, Emma Watson and Daniel Rupert. Wait, coming they're making back. that? They're making it into a movie, and so the three like originals the, like are set to play, come back. Yes, play that was written like in, in the play was like a Broadway play, or not a Broadway yes. play, but like a like a England whatever yeah. the, the big Globe Theater, I think, what it is. It was a um, uh, it, yes, it was so it was a play. It was a play based on Harry and Jenny's child, right? The cursed child. Obviously. Later, yeah, it's, it's later. Everyone's growing up. Right. So and so and then they turned that, it, though, like, and then the manuscript became a best-selling book or the the whatever the, it became a book and then and now obviously they're making it a movie because the Fantastic Beast series failed because of. Ezra Miller grooming children, even though they're still putting him in movies and putting a billion dollars into the flash and Johnny Depp's trial, unfortunately. So that kind of killed Harry Potter at Warner brothers. What's funny is like a week ago, they said it was dead a week ago. Warner brothers came out and said, Hey, we're done with Harry Potter for now. We're going to kill the franchise. Maybe we'll revisit in a few weeks, few months, few years, whatever. And then a few weeks went by and they announced cursed child. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like that at least like, I, I, I hated the Fantastic Beast story. I like, watched the first one and I just didn't watch any more of them. Cause it was like really boring to me. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'd be more interested in the continuation of the original characters than anything. So that to me is like, okay, well I'll watch that. I'll probably watch that. But also like, I kind of don't care. Cause like, <laughs> the, the thing that sucks about the like way that stuff is going with movies is like this here with Lord of the Rings, more Harry Potter. I'm like exhausted of all, including like one of my favorite franchises, Star Wars. Like I want them to make less and just better things instead of like just continuing to make more nostalgia which is, I guess, what kind of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, it's like playing on, oh, we're bringing back right. the original cast. Right. It's like nostalgia. Right. So it's like, I, I like, I, I would like to see more creative, like that's, okay, Andor, perfect example of in the universe of a franchise, but totally, completely unrelated to like, there's no Luke Skywalker, there's no Darth Vader, there's no right. like anything related to anything. It's just like this story that's like self-contained within a universe, but like is just like a new story. Yeah. And interesting. 
that is what was cool about that. I we I, I we just don't do any we don't do enough new things. We just do the same. And the fact that well, the remaking was one of the greatest <laughs> movie franchises ever, like Lord of the Rings, like what are we doing? What like that's terrific. Well, here's the issue. So. And this is my next question, and I'm so glad you brought it up. It's perfect. It's why we're perfect for each other. Um, because they're doing, because your wife is pretty upset about this Lilo and Stitch reboot coming. Like, do, uh, yeah, it's also stupid. It's just, it's, it's like, you're right. You're right. And hey, do you know what else? You know what else is hilarious? The people who still have the fucking balls to do an original movie or, an, or something, uh, you know, like an idea yeah. like that are winning like look at like i'm pretty sure cocaine bear might be one of like uh, early releases it comes out today i think for the mass public but like everything i've seen so far great rave reviews amazing and i'm pretty sure the one day that winnie the pooh blood and honey was in uh theaters here in the u.s i'm almost positive they they got like the best outcome possible like everything well, yeah, they ever it's wanted also, like it's just like it's different so people yeah. are like oh new and different I, i'll check that out yeah like yeah i mean that's the thing the thing that i like love is like i like one of the only film studios where i'll go see the movies in theater 100 percent of the time is a24 really uh because a24 makes wild shit right weird movies that like no one else is doing a24 style movies because they're kind of like the last independent theater that has enough like way to like yeah. make something like they did a couple years ago the green knight which is a weird trippy story which right. is like based off of a poem about sir Go uh i forget the name of the night the green but like they just did a whole movie based off of a poem and created like a weird trippy story Dude, or like they did everything everywhere all at once which is right. probably in my like top 10 favorite right. movies of all time dude i'm, I'm looking and, like i'm looking at them now and i mean their their lineup is pretty it's like if I showed if I showed what I'm looking at to Megs, she would think that sh she would say you and I made these movies before. Uh, you know, like she's never she would never Megs would never be caught watching probably any of these, and like she wouldn't know anything about them. But like, have you watched Uncut Gems? Speaking of A24, I gosh, I've seen bits and pieces. I tried watching it when it came out, but I'm not. I'm not a sports Uncut fan, Gems. and I just... Uncut Gems has a special place in my heart because it's the last movie I saw before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like, when the, when the world shut down, that if, if movie theaters didn't come back, that was the last movie I saw, and it was so fucking crazy, and I was like, damn, this movie rules. Dude, also, my friend, my, uh, my buddy Nate and I talked about this. Julia Fox, because like, <sighs> you sent me that she's like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Something happened, and I guess Kanye happened. Julia Fox in um, Uncut Gems looks and acts like a totally different person than she is now. <laughs> it's like really weird. And I guess COVID happened to her too. You know, we all lost someone. But uh, yeah, well, she was John Safdie's meals, you know, Uncut Gems. Yeah, she, she rules in Uncut Gems, though. She's good. She's like the mistress of Adam Sandler. She's great right. in it. Right. But uh, yeah, no, that movie is, yeah, A24, though, like, I will see their movies because they make weird shit. Interesting. They make interesting shit. Yeah. And it's, and that honestly, I think other than the couple of Marvel movies I've seen since COVID, cause I'm never going to see one of those in theaters ever again. They're wasting time. 
I thought I only watched A24 movies. <laughs> I'm so, so done. I'm so done, bro, with the Marvel movie. The one, listen, this is hilarious. So, okay, th this is hilarious to me. The fact that, I don't know if you know this, but now, as of now, um, and we weren't, God, I'm so pissed about it. And I'm never going to watch it because of this. Avatar 2 is now like the best movie of all time because of the bajillion dollars it just made. So it just surpassed everything. But what's hilarious, what's hilarious is that Disney and Marvel are 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 marketing the new Ant-Man Quantanium whatever movie. Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania, right. right. They're, they're promoting it as the number one movie in the world right now. They always are. They always say that. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I thought Avatar 2 made a trillion dollars. And I haven't seen any of those movies. I the last <laughs> the last big budget movie I saw was Doctor Strange yeah. and the Multiverse yeah. of Madness. I yeah. know I think we talked about this. Like <laughs> it actually made me furious because I was yeah. like, This movie's so bad. Yeah. And I know it's gonna make a ton of money and everyone's gonna and like and people are like, oh, it's so good. It's such a good movie. And I'm like, no, this is a shitty movie. Like, you all are brain dead. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, it's almost, <laughs> it, dude. And it's, it, I, the last one I think I saw in theaters was maybe, I think the, honestly, I think, <laughs> if we're being honest, I think the last Marvel movie I saw in a theater might have been with my buddy Fred. And I think it might have been the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Which is a good one. Like, and after that, I watched him at home. If, if I watched him, I watched the trailer for the new Ant Man thing because I don't pay for anything, so our Hulu has ads on it. And bro, what are we doing? Like, I know. So like, Ant, Ant Man I, is was has been in like a, a time, another realm for the last six movies, I guess that I haven't seen. And now, but his daughter is there. Up on Ant -Man. Okay, go. Let me catch up on yeah, go, quick. please, please. This story is the second half <laughs> of the last Avengers, which was Endgame is the last one. Okay. Because Infinity War was the first one, right? Infinity okay. War and then Endgame. Y yeah, I, I think so. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Uh, so in between those two movies, Ant-Man 2 came out, which is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. And Ant-Man and the Wasp ends, the last scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man goes into the quantum realm. Oh, shit. Because they're exploring the quantum realm. And then the people, uh, Michael Douglas and... Uh, Michael Douglas is Lost. still in it? Yeah, and the girl from Lost. Uh, Evangeline Lilly and her mom is Michelle Pfeiffer. She's the wasp. Outside, oh like, my god! Wait, they're they're outside waiting to like pull him back out of the quantum verse because that's what they do. It like somebody has to pull you back, okay. and they get erased by Thanos snapping. <sighs> so he gets stuck in the quantum verse. <sighs> they get erased by Thanos. <sighs> so in Endgame, there's a five year gap between the snap and Endgame. Oh, so he's been so, in, so homie's been years, in the quantum. He's been in the quantum verse. Yes. Okay, he questions. Out, questions. Can we you, don't know how. I don't can think. you eat in the quantum verse? Does he go to the like? How do you live in the quant? Does he have a house there? Well, it's been five they years. This, I'm assuming they explain this in this movie because uh, I have no idea. Okay, that makes in, sense. In Endgame, he's like out. He gets he, and he drives up to the Avengers facility and tells them like, "Yo, I think we can time travel through the quantum verse, and that's how they fix everything." <sighs> basically, right. 
because they time travel back in time to put like, all the every inf- point in time the and they get all the infinity stones yeah. and they put them back. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he was down there. So the quantum verse, he was there. And then I guess his daughter grew up because five years passed. And now we're here. <laughs> so. Oh, right. And his daughter, his thing. daughter has a costume on in the trailer. So she's like aunt girl yeah. now. Right. So now well, we have an aunt girl. Just- Listen. Yeah, it's just like in Iron Man where like all of a sudden everyone has an Iron Man suit and it's like oh, all right, like right. not every character can be a superhero because it's the other piece is like it's none of it like none of it means anything now because it's just like there's only so many times you can have a story where like oh man this person like they did something like a movie ago and they feel bad about it so now they have to like find redemption by doing another thing. Uh, and like, there's always like some like emotional hinge point, and they grow, and they learn, and they learn from their mistakes from the last thing, and they're gonna show us how they learn from the mistakes. Right. And that's the movie, and it's like right, this, right. Sucks, this shit sucks. Right. I mean, now <laughs> listen. Now you can. I mean, one could argue that the, the very first Iron Man film had that same premise, but they've all had that premise. The only movie. <laughs> It is my favorite one in the entire Avengers uh, series. Okay. The only movie that is not that premise. Yeah. Captain America and the Winter Soldier, because the centrifuge of that movie is Captain America is dealing with the fact that like he was like in frozen for a hundred years. Right. Or fifty years or whatever. Yeah. And he's like trying to figure out like what life is now. He's like dealing with like, yo, I was like when I went into it was like the 40s and now it's 2000s like what the fuck yeah and and he and he thinks like everyone he knows is gone because they're all old or dead right and so and then the whole thing is him being like oh who am i now right am i a soldier am i i mean avenger am i just a guy who lives in the timeline that can't die like what is this right so like that premise is interesting and then also like he finds out oh my best friend also was frozen and is still around but he's evil now and it was like this interesting thing. And then also he finds out like, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s actually bad because they're trying to hold a gun to everyone. Like, it's a very interesting, like, it was not the same thing as all the other ones. Right. And I love that movie because it's such an interesting, nuanced, like, story. And it's like, oh, cool. Captain America's like realizing that like, oh, maybe the U.S. government isn't right all the time. Well, and, and right, oh, and, it turns out like this. Like, well, and <laughs> they didn't, they didn't different. make him, they didn't make him Captain America. Which is like the like comic books one oh one, right? I think I'm right on that. That Bucky Rogers, like the winter soldier, becomes Yeah, he, he became Captain America. He becomes yeah. Captain America and like they made like Falcon like Falcon's Captain America now, who he had a failed Disney Plus show. I don't know, man. Dude, that I show so I watched that so I watched a bunch of the first run of shows. I watched WandaVision. Yeah. I watched Captain America and the Winter Soldier, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then I watched uh, Loki, and I think the last one I watched was the one with the uh, Hawkeye, the yeah. Hawkeye one. Uh, and those all suck now too. They they started out pretty strong. Like WandaVision was great, okay, mainly because Elizabeth Olsen carried right. the entire franchise on her back. Right. She like is a great actor, right. crushed it, right. Uh, and like they like wrote it interestingly, and it was also weird because it was just like, why is it the fifty? Why is it like the seventies? Why are we in Malcolm in the Middle? Like it was very confusing and weird. Right. Uh, until you figure out what's happening, like by the fifth episode, I think they finally reveal what's happening. It's like, oh, this is kind of crazy. 
Uh, and then the best part about that is that that show develops like Wanda realized like, oh, I can't use my powers to do weird stuff. And then she is just a totally different character in the next movie. She's in. When yeah! she when she like <laughs> discovers who she is and what she can do. She's like, but, but like it's like all of the character development up to that point was erased. They put out the Doctor Strange movie that she's like the villain in now. Insane, dude. Insane. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's stupid, and they need to stop. And like, apparently, Bob Iger said he's going to slow down Marvel and Star Wars now. Oh, is he? Oh, Bob Iger. Yeah, no, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. (laughs) He needs to pay for his salary. And if you stop making Marvel movies, now listen, Paul and I are the only two woke people on the planet. And so if we stop making Marvel movies, if we stop, (laughs) if we stop making Marvel movies, then it like, you know, Bob Iger's not going to have a salary anymore. Are you fucking bro? No way. They're going to double down. Like, Oh, I'm stepping down as CEO during COVID when they were like, furloughing people and everyone was mad and, and stepping down hey and now he's like i'm back especially especially now especially now that they like shisted and shunned their boy uh james gunn and so dc was like hey we'll take you hey we'll give you a job and guess what this snyder guy's not really working out so you do whatever you did for marvel over here at dc and we'll just sit back and let you kind of do whatever you want to do yeah you want to bring superman back hey bring him back you want to start a whole new batman thing and bring this batman back with with i i'm almost positive i'm almost positive with uh now him at the helm of the dc movies and with the new flash movie we're going to have Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck, and I think, I think with James Gunn's new Batman movie, we're getting back a Batman that was there before. And rumors are it's either Christian Bale or uh, someone Keaton. else. Probably Michael Keaton. Or I don't Michael think Christian Bale would come back. Uh, we'll see. So, you know what I mean? So, like, now we're going to have three. It would be ba- cool if Christian Bale came back, but I'd be really <sighs> surprised. He's got to clean it up. I hope he cleans it up. I hope he does good. I hope he does good. Dude, it's just like, but like, can we just like stop making superhero movies? Well, can we just like make other movies? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that's it's no. Well, see, but that's the issue. Like, where's the? Why did we shelve the Batgirl movie? Like, according to everyone that we've talked to, it was like one of the best movies that DC was going to put out. Yeah, we now. get rid of it. Right. We just get rid of it. And yeah. like, who? Hey. Oh, God. Uh, it's crazy it's, and then we can still put out the ezra miller movies yeah i don't oh the ezra dude the ezra miller i mean come on come on this lord of the rings news is really like i'm very troubled by this because one like it's it, it would be like i'm trying to think i mean i guess it would be like remaking the first three star wars because it kind of has the same cultural impact right so so it. what do you do think about like the memes right the memes that exist from the lord of the rings franchise like the one to simply not just walk into Mordor. I mean, it has existed since the dawn of time of the internet. Like, how are you? How are you gonna? How are you gonna try to culturally rewrite something that has been part of the DNA of the like since two thousand three? Right. Like, it, like these have been like everywhere. So what how do you, you think? Say, so what are you doing these? Right. So what are your predictions? Do you think this will be a like we're starting over? There's a character named Frodo in the Shire and Gandalf comes with a ring and we start all over again. Or do you think this will be like after 
the events of everything and the earth has changed and some, you know, another group, a hobbit or something uncovers the ring again. And then like, I, what, what I do don't you think? have any clue what they do. Cause like rings of power, rings of power was like incredibly confusing and disappointing. So where was the time? Like, so what, what was the timeline? The rings is of it, power, rings of power is like, I think like a couple hundred years before the events of Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure. And the hobbit. And the, the, like the main, main point, of of rings of power was like oh this is before the story you know and the only two characters that we like know for sure at the beginning of it are elrond who is hugo weaving in the original trilogy yeah and uh galadriel who is kate blanchett in the original one right and like it's like a young elrond and a young galadriel like the two elves as the only characters we like have known before yeah but but the, the problem with it is, and because of Lord of the Rings fans, is like Tolkien wrote like so many notes on what the history of Middle Earth was. Like there's a whole book that his son released after he died, yeah, called The Silmarillion. That isn't really like narrative. It's more like he just kind of wrote for himself like the history of things, so he could like have a background for what he was doing for the story he did write. Like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit are like fully fleshed out stories. He wrote The Silmarillion, like his notes on the history of middle earth for himself basically yes and rings of power ignored all of that and just made up their own weird story and like in their weird story like sauron is like hiding as like he's like he's like a random dude and he tries to like seduce galadriel to join him as the dark lord and then he tricks everyone and they they terraform the southlands of middle earth and turn them into mordor and it's like this absurd story where I was just like, this shit sucks. Like, this is like, so it's very Marvelized. This That's shit the problem sucks. with it, is I think. Right, right. Like, they like did the like Marvel thing of like, oh, well, the bad guy's actually the good guy. And now he's like tricking everyone. And now this is happening. And like, it wasn't really well executed. It was like really choppy and like weird. And then like, the story was not at all like, <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, so that guy's Sauron. Okay. Right. I guess that whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's yeah, very yeah. weird. And then they just kind of gave uh, you like the 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 um, oh jeez, what's it called? They gave you the uh the Oh my god, the origin story of Sauron and yeah. that's it. Yeah, but but different than different than it's ever been told in like the actual book or which is fine because books don't have to translate exactly but like right. when you have a fandom that serious you can't really do it so egregiously you know what I mean like you're trying to be you're trying to but but I guess they're not worried about the Tolkien fans they're trying to get new fans probably if the Amazon's doing but um, yeah and then so the Hobbit stories those movies also suck <laughs> which pissed me off because the Hobbit <laughs> book is one of like my favorite books from childhood yeah and I loved it yeah. and the movies the, the, the book the book could have been two movies. There's like a very distinct part in the book where it's like uh, Gandalf comes and tells Bilbo like, yo, I need you to help me with this thing. We, right. need, we need a guy that's like your size. Yeah. And then all the dwarves come to his house and then he goes off on an adventure with the dwarves. And then in the book, there's like the forest they travel through. Yeah. You could have had the end of movie one be like all of the events up to the forest. And then movie two is like the forest and the rest of the story. <laughs> That would have made perfect sense because that's kind of like how the story breaks up in the book. Yeah. But they made it three movies because they wanted to make more money. And each, each, like they added all this 
stuff that like wasn't part of the story and then there's like a weird story where like an elf and a dwarf fall in love it was so bad it was so bad it was like terrible and i was so pissed off the whole time because i was just like i love this book and like it's the prequel to lord of the rings book like it ties in in a way where like you're like oh this is how bilbo gets the ring and i'm like oh here's how Gollum loses the ring and like oh here gandalf like okay and then in the movie, they, like, shove Legolas in. They, like, bring Orlando Bloom back to, like, oh, another character you know, like, kind of thing. Like, who's not in the book. Even though he'd be alive, like, he's not in the book. And, like, oh, Legolas is back. Here's Orlando Bloom. You guys like him, right? Right. <laughs> it's right. just, like, this weird, like, stupid, I just hate, I hate that we keep doing this. And that was actually, you know, Harry Potter, I think, might be the first one where they took the last book and split it into two movies. And then everybody started doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, like, they split the book, and, like, that was the first time I remember that happening, I think. Yep, yeah, oh, yeah. And then everybody just started doing it. And then the Hunger Games happened, and then... Yeah, they split the last Hunger Games in the two... two. I never... I don't think I finished watching Hunger Games, actually. I don't think I don't think I finished watching the Hunger Games series, and I don't think I finished watching the Divergent series. They so I read both books, but I don't think I finished the series. Of yeah, movies. so I'm 99 percent sure this is all accurate. The Hunger Games, I'm pretty sure the last movie was just the first one. Candace plays again, her boyfriend plays again, they all play again. But while they're playing, they break the force field and they break into the they they free no, that's the, the second one. They that's free the all the people. One. Oh. The second one. Well, then they. The third one in the book. In the books, the third one is they go to war with the capital oh. and they get all the other districts to fight. And then District 13, which is like the hidden secret one that like yeah, they, didn't they know come about and save the day. Underground, yeah. yeah. They come in and kill. But, but they accidentally kill her sister in the bombing. Oh, no. She gets killed by, That's by right. District 13 bombs, not by the capital. That's right. And then she's like. I can't be with you, Liam, Liam Hemsworth guy. And she's like, I'm going to go be with the, the Peter Mellark, who is Josh Hutcherson guy. She chose Peter. <laughs> right. She chooses Peter yeah. over the six pack. Like, I don't think I've watched the last movie. Cause like, I, I don't think I cared anymore at that point. And then Divergent, uh, and Divergent. I don't think they finished it. I don't think they ever released the last movie. Well, dude, it would be hard to finish Divergent. Cause in the books, Divergent took a Divergent as a book was like a big risk. I thought of, yeah, it's a first person narrative of like the girl whose name I'm forgetting. Yeah. She dies in the book and they have to switch to another character's perspective for the last few chapters. She dies trying to free everyone. Oh. And the main character, your first person who's been narrating the entire story gets shot and killed. Huh. Trying to save everyone. Yeah. So I was very curious how they were going to do that in a movie. Yeah. Like, it was, uh, what, Shailene Woodley is in this? Cheyenne Woodley, yeah. And, do, I mean, even yeah. though she's, like, a crazy nut job, you know, activist or whatever now, man, she's sexy. And I'm just saying, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I think The Secret Life of the American Teenager was one of the worst shows ever on television. I've never, I've never seen uh, for, that. Some of the worst acting, some of the worst dialogue. I mean, it was insane. <laughs> 
But basically the premise is she's like 16 in high school and her and her nerd boyfriend have sex for the first time and she gets pregnant. So, uh, you oh, know, perfect. and then everyone else, the secret life of the American teenager. It basically it. was for got our it, parents it, to it. watch. They knew what we were doing any given day at a time. Oh, cool. So they know how we were feeling about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, got it. So, got no, it. they Too were mid. supposed to cool. they were supposed to do a fourth one. I'm I'm reading this. I have a whole article pulled up now. There's supposed to be a fourth movie, but I guess it's never going to happen. Um, they like that's wild. They scrapped the whole that. project. I, I mean, like I I don't think I watched after the second one of those because I was like these movies are not good. Yeah, and like the books, the books. It was it's it, it, it's funny to think about how like at the same time in like I guess 2010 ish 2012 whenever whenever Hunger Games and Divergent were both like coming out yeah we just wrote a bunch of dystopian teen stories of like yo everything's awful and you're gonna have to like you're gonna have to fix the world yeah and then like look at what's happened since right <laughs> right, 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 right like like the giver and Divergent and Hunger Games dude yeah. the giver oh man the giver book Whew. I remember yep. the giver as a kid. I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reading yep. that in like fifth grade or whenever I read the book, I was like, "Oh shit, this book is crazy!" <laughs> so, so one more. Everyone gets their life chosen for them by the by the giver. Right. Yeah. That was a crazy cool. story. Which yeah, that, was, that was a cool idea. I don't think I ever watched the movie they made of that though. Uh, that's how. That's the only reason I know about it is they. I watched the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I read the book. I don't think I ever watched the movie. And I remember in the book, did they do it in the movie where everything's black and white until a certain point? Yeah, yeah. The whole, their world is black you and remember? white. And then, yeah, when you break out, when yeah. the little buddy breaks you out turn, of it, you, he sees color. Color. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and in the book, I remember like, what a cool idea. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you're stuck in black and white until you like activate your mind, basically. Yeah, that's neat. What you're doing psychedelic drugs. That's neat. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, the, uh, the cast of, um, did you watch, let's, let's, let's go back one more time and talk about reboots for a second. Did you watch Ned's declassified school survival guide? Uh, I did. And I just saw the podcast about this the other day. Yep. So, so, um, it's a part of the Podco network. I think, um, I think some alumni from Disney Channel and Nickelodeon have something to do with it, but they're re they're launching uh, multiple Nickelodeon and Disney Channel themed podcasts, like uh, like uh, Wizards of Waverly Place has one with two of the people from the show. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Kim Possible. Um, I don't know who. I don't uh, know who Christy Christy was, Carlson but... Romano. Christy Romano. She's been podcasting now for a few years, and I think she's behind all of this. Uh, and so, yeah. Oh, so Ned's Ned's she de- was the voice of Kim Possible. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. So Ned's Ned's declassified. They have their own podcast now, but they were on uh, Christy Romano's podcast over the weekend talking some shit about how Zoe One Hundred One is getting rebooted and how um, Ned and his friends. His name's not Ned. I think his name's Devin. Devin and his friends pitched uh, Ned's declassified, like grown up adult version of the Ned. show. Just call him Ned. Y- yeah. <laughs> and uh, Nick turned him down, but we're doing Zoe 101, you know? Weird. I, I don't remember. I like watched it, but I like couldn't tell you what Ned's declassified survival guy was about, other than the book with him, like, this is how you survive high school. But I don't like remember right. any of the details of the story. I know he had a crush on the girl. Yeah. Uh, 
even though they were friends and there was a black kid that was his friend. I just, I don't really remember the story actually. Yeah. yeah. I just know the details of it. Cause I think that was like kind of the thing with a lot of those shows. They were just like kind of shows like, 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 uh, even Lizzie McGuire, like now we got the Lizzie McGuire movie, which you just have to oh, dude, story. Dude. And that is a story Megs I would like I, to know what happens with. Megs I would like that I, to be continued. Megs and I watch the Lizzie McGuire movie once a year. At least once a year. <laughs> and that, that reboot got canceled. Did it? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, that was supposed to come out, and then it got canceled. And wow. that was a bummer, because I was like, that's a story where like it ends on, like, they kiss for the first time as friends. You know, you're like, what the fuck? And What's then, happening? That's and then, then we don't know. We don't know what happened. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's disappointing. Yeah, August 2019, it was announced Lizzie McGuire would be entering production for Disney+, Plus with Hilary Duff reprising her role. Dude, because, and you know what? Listen, fuck them. It probably had to do with her sexy ass photo shoot for that one magazine. But, <laughs> that I sent you guys. <laughs> oh, man. Officially canceled in December 2020. Doesn't that suck? That would have been great. I would have watched that. I mean, it's Hillary Duff. She's banging. I mean, why not? I was hoping that was coming back, but no. See, we, we, we cancel the things that people do want to see the story continued and we reboot and remake oh, stuff that no one asked for. Dude, you know? I, I mean, like, I have a confession. I never watched, and I probably should have because it's, like, one of my top ultimate favorite shows of all time, but I never watched an episode of Girl Meets World. I couldn't do it. No, yeah, no. I couldn't. No, there's, no, I'm not, there, there's no way I was watching that or Fuller House on principle right, of right, right, didn't right. ask for this. Right. No, I never watched Fuller House either. And I'm telling you what, I mean, I, I, even after, even after, I will say I did watch some clips when they weren't getting the ratings that they thought they would. They brought all the old actors back from Boy Meets World onto the show for like, you know, special episodes. I'd watch those clips on YouTube. But I mean, other than that, like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it didn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes sense to me. Is I was the same, my same brain world of just like, I'm not doing this. I can't watch this again. I can't be part of, I don't know. The nostalgia plays are stupid. Dude. Unless right. there's like a compelling reason. Like Lizzie McGuire kind of ends on like a cliffhanger. I'm like, whoa, where are we going now? Well, and, th- and that's what, and that's what they tried to do was they, they, this isn't the first time Zoe 101's pop back up, right? Like they released yeah, they a, did that little short. They yeah, short. they released a short like ten years ago with one of the like kids. Someone's law. They they dug up no they. So what happened was there was an episode. Oh, the time capsule. There the was time an capsule. Episode in Zoe One Hundred One where Chase films himself confessing his love for Zoe and puts it in the time capsule. And like fifteen years later, the other kid, Michael, I think, digs it up. And like interrupts Chase on a date with a bombshell, not Zoe, and is like, yo, uh, I dug it up and she put a message in there for you and I watched it and I think you need to see it. And it was her confessing her love for him. And so then like, it's like, oh my God, I'm 25 years old now. I got to go find Zoe and we got to be together. And then like, that was it. And it was like, hey, dude, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, I think I watched I think I watched that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, but, like, let's not, like, I mean, cool. I guess if she's single now, we can maybe, like, you know, be together. But interesting to see what they'll do with the Zoe 101 reboot. I mean, hey. Yeah, interesting what they'll do since also Jamie has been, like, kind of in the ship 
shitstorm of like well being part of uh that's why she's doing it because they could they probably got her at half price they probably got like, her yeah, at you half were price. Uh, you were on the wrong end of the story with your sister so we can pay you nothing right but you'll get good publicity from bringing this back right <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah oh exactly oh yeah and she's like um 250,000 per episode. Uh, okay, I guess which you know in reality exactly. is like fucking he's infinite also amount on, of money. He's also on a TV show. No. I keep uh what is the show? What is the show? No, she's not. Stupid show. No, she's not. She's not on it? Is you it, know what I'm talking about? Are you like a reality TV show? Are you referring to like the toughest show challenge in the world? It was like they were like doing military yes. super thing. Yes, it's called the yeah. toughest. It's called the toughest challenge. It's basically Survivor, but they're just dropping them out of helicopters and making them do like military shit. No, 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 no! Don't please, Not don't be, it. don't be, don't be mistaken. She is on the show. She's on the show, and she did not make it through the first challenge. She said it was way too hard, and she walked off. Uh, okay. So, so yeah, so they use her face in all the commercials, cool. but she uh, got canned on Twitter after it aired because she was like, "I can't! Oh my god, I broke a nail!" And then like was never on again. She she quit. She said it was too tough, Terrific. and she quit. Terrible, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode seventy nine. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. Thank you, Paul, for coming through. What a lovely conversation. I mean, everything from freaking parents to movies to Marvel to Star Wars to the nerd stuff, the stuff we talk about every day, all day, every day. This has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. You can check us out at wadpod.com backslash links, W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com for those of you who don't know how to spell backslash links, L-A-N-K-S. Check us out there. That's everything you need. If you need help starting your podcast or you want to get recognized or upgrade it or do better or move on to phase two or three or one or get started, anything you need, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or advanced, head over to the dobetternetwork.com. We have stuff there as far as free resources, how to get started, podcast SEO, things you've probably never even knew you needed to do for your podcast. Check it out, thedobetternetwork.com. There's shows over there. Check out our friends. Uh, 2010 Minutes, 280 Plus Podcast, Recap and Record Podcast, this podcast, You're Doing Fine Podcast. Check them all out over there on thedobetternetwork.com. My name's Levi McCready. This has been episode 79 of the What Are We Doing Podcast. Thank you guys so much for rocking with me. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that button. And then as soon as you hit that big, beautiful red button, hit the bell right beside it. I know. Don't tell me what to do, Levi, but guess what? I'm doing it. And that's what's happening this week. So hit the red button, get us to a thousand subscribers. My goal now is a thousand subscribers by my birthday. We have until May 9th. We have until the month of May to get a thousand. I'll say the end of May. We have until the end of May to get a thousand. We're at 725 now. We're at 500 a month ago. We can easily make another less than 300 subscribers happen on the channel between now and then. So be sure to go to wadpod.com backslash YouTube or just go to YouTube and type out the What Are We Doing podcast. If you just type out What Are We Doing, you're going to find some weird family blog that, uh, you know, we're, we're battling with for SEO. So the What Are We Doing family vlog, shout out to them. We're go I'm going to have, listen, 
One of the goals is to have the What Are We Doing family vlog on this podcast so I can then fill YouTube with clips of their channel on my channel. And then when they search for them, they'll get us and them because right now they just get them. So shout out to the What Are We Doing family. We're going to get them. Uh, I'm going to reach out to them and, and get them on this podcast and figure out who's going to reign supreme on YouTube. And without your help, that's not going to happen. So hit the red subscribe button. Check us out. Follow us there. Hit us up on Instagram. Go to our website. Tweet us on Twitter. Hit us on Facebook. Listen on Spotify. Download on YouTube. Watch over here. Go to Good Pods. Download that. Click the links down below. And I'll see you in episode 80, baby. Shout out. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys next time. This has been episode 79. Peace. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.